Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you. And the morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball. The day is starting off beautifully. It is not too warm, not too humid, but it's going to take a turn later on when we will have some more storms coming our way. And from what I was reading this morning, the potential for another tornado threat. So we talked about this yesterday. Don't be so dismissive of that possibility. Don't be so dismissive of the idea that a tornado could pop up. Again, they are relatively rare in our area, but I can't remember the last time we had, you know, two days within a couple of days of each other where we had the possibility of tornadoes, but they're there. It's there, so, and we are going to get the storms worse than some other areas. You're going to have, I think, about seven or eight hours of storm potential from what I was reading earlier. It's going to start around 5 p.m., so you've got most of the day to enjoy. If it's going to look like this, I'm sure you will enjoy it, but then when the clouds start to roll in, take cover and be prepared. Uh, So... One of the things that I want to talk about today, this was something that I I wrote this story up yesterday afternoon, and I did not expect it to get the reaction that it has online. And I'm wondering if you feel the same way about it. And it's, it's a story about local business. Now, to be fair, there are some twists and turns in this story that go a little bit beyond what's on the surface. And as part of those twists and turns, I couldn't report on everything in the story that I wrote at WBSM.com and on the app about this onset restaurant and its free country line dancing lessons being shut down by the town of Wareham. I couldn't get into all of the ins and outs because I can only print a certain amount of information. So there was an incident where this restaurant owner was involved in an altercation with some patrons. There was another incident where, well, I mean, there's been a a few people who have told me that I know personally and many other people have commented online about this person's attitude. All of these things I really can't report. I would need police reports of, you know, this altercation, which I don't think there are any. I would need 
You know, at first, I would never just write, oh, and by the way, this guy has a reputation of being a jerk because that's subjective. But this, what I can report on in this particular case is that the owner of the Onset Beach Patio and Grill, which if you're not familiar, if you've ever gone to Onset Beach, the, the, the pier right on the beach there, there's a restaurant on the pier. It's got to be some of the most prime real estate for a restaurant in terms of view, not so much in terms of parking, because people have to pay to park at the pier. And there's limited parking along the streets on a busy summer day. But it's, it's a beautiful spot to have a restaurant. And for many, many, many years, it was the home of Kenny Saltwater Taffy. I guess the, the, the taffy industry isn't what it used to be. That closed up a while ago, and there's been a couple of different restaurants in there. And the owner, Frank Evangelista, he took this business over last year. There was another restaurant that was there before called Stashes, and the person who ran that went to jail. He, he owned a chain of these. There was like three or four different locations. And he went to jail because he was hiring people with a lack of immigration status, overworking them, making them work, you know, 12 hours a day with no breaks. These are, these are the allegations. I don't think he's gone to trial yet. He's, he's just being held right now. But uh, it's alleged that he made them work more than 12 hours a day, no breaks, sometimes didn't even pay them, withheld their wages no overtime pay, and that he was physically and verbally abusive to those employees. That he would, in, in, in one case, he, he kicked one of, allegedly kicked one of them in the crotch, physically accosted many of them, allegedly, and also allegedly threatened to have them deported if they didn't do as he said. So, He's going to have his day in court. But Frank Evangelista came in, purchased the business, took it over. And now he is, you know, under some scrutiny from things that have been going on in the restaurant. I, again, I, I, I can't litigate all that because I don't, I'm not involved in that. I don't know the facts. I can only report on what happened in the board of, sorry, select board meeting that happened the other night, Tuesday night, in that meeting, he was called to the meeting to address some licensing violations, which this was part of a, for lack of a better term, a sweep that the police department had done for businesses that weren't in compliance with their licenses. And in the town of Wareham and in many other towns, not all, but in many other towns, they have entertainment licenses. And in order to have entertainment at your business, you need to have an entertainment license. Is it an outdated procedure? Probably. But is it the procedure? Yes. It's on the books. You have to follow it. Well, I guess Frank Evangelista did not know that or professed ignorance in the meeting. Uh, when I spoke to him on the phone yesterday, you know, he, he told me he was unaware of it. So he had a, I don't even know if I would call it a company. 
per se. There's some ladies uh, on the Cape who have a group where they teach line dancing. And they go to different bars and restaurants and teach line dancing. It looks like a lot of fun. I'm not, I'm not a dancer. I'm certainly not a line dancer. Don't like country music. But it looks like everybody in the videos are all having a great time. And it seems like a fun thing to bring into your business. And they have this nice patio in front of this restaurant that overlooks Onset Bay. And it makes total sense to want to bring something like this in there to bring in some customers and to just do a nice thing for, for the town. Have some nice nightlife in a town that doesn't really have a lot of nightlife. Unless you're going to go sit in a bar and drink, there's not much to do in Wareham after hours. Or, and I, don't, I won't even say after hours because it wasn't like this was happening late at night. It was happening in the evening. So he was offering these free of charge. Nobody had to pay. You came down and the idea was, you know, it would also bring him business, of course. People are going to order food, order drinks, and have a good time. And it would probably bring some people from outside of town, too. Well, the town apparently found out about this, and, and he was in violation of needing an entertainment license. He also had radios, uh, a radio and TVs running in the business, which you also need an entertainment license for. And now he was called before the select board. They said they were going to let him off with a warning because they could have technically fined him. They were going to let him off with a warning and he had to get the entertainment license before he could continue. Now, when I spoke to him yesterday, I would characterize, and I, I, I didn't put this in the story because this, this is subjective, but I can, I can uh, offer opinion on the radio. He sounded pretty frazzled with this whole thing. And in the comments that have been posted from that restaurant on social media, I guess a couple of days ago, because of this story that's going on behind the scenes with this, this argument that he had with some customers and got into an altercation with some customers, he had made a comment that he was going to be selling the business because he was just sick of it. And I, I didn't talk to him about that because I saw the comment after the fact. And he didn't give me any indication of that in our conversation. He talked about things that he wanted to bring in in the future, but that he didn't know if he would bother to try if he was going to go up against these kind of things. Now, I'm going to also opinionate here or give opinion. I think he's, I think he's blowing this out of proportion. This is, this is not the little guy versus City Hall and you can't fight City Hall and it's pointless. And, and what's, the, what's the purpose of trying to continue to operate as a restaurant if you're going to be going up against this brick wall? It's an entertainment license. You pay the $155 for the annual license, and you can have country line dancing on your patio again. There's another, I think it's a, this is, this is a license specifically for dancing. And then there's another license for if you want TVs and radios, which I believe is also $155. And then if he wanted to have either of those on the weekend, he would have to pay a little bit more. The weekend licenses are pretty much twice the price of the weekday license, which I believe the weekday license also covers Saturday. And I know this because when I worked at a diner in Wareham for 17 years, we went out and got a jukebox 
and we had to go through this whole process. We had to have the entertainment license. Now, we, I don't think we got the Sunday license. And I think we left, we left it plugged in, the jukebox plugged in even on Sundays. And Sundays was probably the days people fed it the most because it was our busiest day of the week. But I believe the owner, if I remember correctly, you know, I know that he thought that it was stupid that you couldn't just buy one license to cover the whole week. And I believe he just said, we'll take the chance. And by the way, the police came in every day. Not only did all the officers eat there, but they picked up the prisoner meals from us for anybody that was being held in the, in the holding cells there. So there were definitely police that came in on Sundays and knew that that jukebox was running and, you know, we never got fined for it. But this idea of needing this license is not new. And Frank Evangelista, who has owned other restaurants... Should have been aware of that procedure. I'm sure he's had to go up against this in other, other places. But the comments are what really got to me because I thought this story was pretty... It was pretty much just like, hey, if you've been going to these free country line dancing lessons, here's why you can't. Or if you'd heard about them and you were planning on going, here's why you can't. And so I was... Not expecting to get the reaction that the story did, which is where people, and, and I guess it's my own fault for not thinking straight ahead here, that people are looking at this as government trying to suppress business. And I'm seeing all of these crazy comments of, you know, that's the Democrats for you. This is Joe Biden's America. I mean, I can tell you this has been the policy in town for decades We got our entertainment license during the George W. Bush administration. So I, I don't know. We were in George W. Bush's America and had to pay for that entertainment license. And I'm pretty sure it was the same price. I don't think it's gone up. So this is just, it's process. It's procedure. It's, it's what now you can argue, does it? Does it need to happen? Do they need to charge a business? Because if a business is following the rules correctly, I think it's different with a jukebox. I'd have to look into it. But if they play the radio, they need to have licensing to play music from the music companies. Or might be, might be if it's on the radio, you get away with it. It's, it's covered as being the radio broadcast, but if you, if you go in there and you want to play a playlist, like if a DJ goes and, and, and plays at a, at a bar, that bar has to have the license to play that music. And not from the town, I'm talking from the record companies for the performance of that music, for the playing of that music in front of a, a crowd. Same with DJs. And, and maybe, you know, if we need to get into it, maybe we can grab Michael Rock or Gazelle who go out and, and DJ events and, and ask them about the specifics. But I'm just telling you, you know, there's a cost that's incurred with that. So they're already paying in some cases for that. 
but yet then they also have to pay the town for the right to do it. And for what purpose? Where does that money go to? It goes into the general coffers. And there's a lot of restaurants and bars in Wareham. So let's just, let's just say there's, for the sake of argument, 20. And they're paying an average of $300 a year for their entertainment licenses. Is that $6,000? That's what the town's generating out of this for unnecessary red tape. So I see both sides of it. I see the argument of why is this necessary? This is just government slapping one more fee on top of the small business owner. But on the other side of it, it's the procedure. Why didn't you know the procedure? So it's been very interesting to see that dichotomy in the comments, which you can check out on on WBSM's Facebook page. Uh, Certainly in the town groups, it has taken off with comments. Uh, I put it in a couple of the bigger restaurant groups in the area. And it's getting a lot of comments there, too. So if you, you know, if you're into seeing all the online reaction, and we can read some of it as we go along, that's in there for you. But just fascinating to see, first of all, like a lot of people had no idea that there were entertainment licenses. And some people are blasting the town of Wareham. Why would Wareham do that? Why would they have these entertainment licenses? Well, because just about every town does. It's no secret that I'm a huge fan of South Shore Bar Pizza that particular brand of pizza, particular style, and that, in my opinion, the best South Shore bar pizza is Linwood Cafe in Randolph. And Linwood still has the same bowling game that they've had since I was a kid. It's a coin-operated bowling game down by the bar. When you put in the quarter, these pins drop down from this thing over the table and then it's got like this slidey surface and you take a a metal like uh, like an air hockey puck and you throw it down this lubricated lane and it knocks down some of these pins it doesn't actually knock them down because it doesn't touch them but this game everybody that goes there plays it But on Sundays, it's famously turned off because Linwood doesn't have a Sunday entertainment license. This was something my entire life growing up. We'd go to Linwood on a a Sunday to get pizzas. And we couldn't play the bowling game because it was Sunday and it was turned off. So this this is a real thing. To me, this is very blue law-ish. Can we not move past that? Like, what, what about a Sunday... And it's funny because there's still places that won't even allow those kind of things. When I was on Block Island, and I was going to write an article about this. I I never really followed up on it. But on Block Island, they don't allow coin-operated games. So there's an arcade that doesn't have any arcade games. Because they don't allow coin-operated games because... You know, a a pinball machine is not that far removed from a slot machine. It's still considered a game of chance. I would argue it's called a game of skill or amusement, but, you know, this is something they've been fighting for years. 
508-996-0500. Going to take a break and be back in a few moments. And now it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. Wind whipped flames and wildfires sweeping the Hawaiian island of Maui has forced hundreds of people to evacuate, overwhelmed hospitals, and drove some people into the ocean to escape the flames. Hawaii's Lieutenant Governor Sylvia Luke is telling tourists to alter upcoming trips. Whether it's visitors or residents, it's not a safe um, place for you to be. You know, we encourage people to be safe. Um, if you have travel plans to Maui, uh, we ask that you postpone it or cancel it um, at this time. Officials now say wildfires sweeping across the western area of the island have killed at least 36 people. At least two dozen are injured and more than 270 structures are damaged or destroyed. Federal officials say a Utah man was shot and killed during an FBI raid and relayed to threats against President Biden Wednesday morning. NBC's Bree Jackson reports. Craig Robertson allegedly made online threats to kill President Biden, even posting on social media, I hear Biden is coming to Utah and that he was cleaning the dust off his sniper rifle. The FBI said the shooting happened as special agents tried to serve arrest and search warrants at a Provo residence. On Monday, the man allegedly made a threatening post about Biden's visit to Utah this week. Biden is in Utah today as part of a tour of western states. The man also allegedly threatened Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. More than 150 ships waiting to cross the Panama Canal can't book passage as droughts keep making congestion worse. The current wait time to cross the canal is around 21 days. Slots for carriers to book passage are being reduced to manage the congestion. The U.S. is, bigger, is the biggest user of the canal, accounting for about 73% of all ship traffic. Barbie is being banned in Kuwait. A spokesman for the Kuwaiti Ministry of Information said late Wednesday that the mon- that the movie is being banned in the Middle Eastern country because it prom- it quote pro- promulgates ideas and beliefs that are alien to Kuwaiti society. The ban was announced shortly after the culture minister in Lebanon called for the film to be banned in that Middle Eastern country because it promotes homosexuality and, quote, questions the the necessity of marriage and having a family. Illinois officials are showing off the treasured buttered cow at the state fair in Springfield. Illinois dairy farmer Lori Schultz helped introduce the buttered cow yesterday. This year's Butter Cow Sculpture celebrates the Illinois dairy farm families like mine who harvest the fun of dairy every day on our farms. The the 2023 Illinois State Fair kicks off today and runs through August 20th in Springfield. And Scottsdale, Arizona is receiving high marks on how it treats its four-legged friends. Mark Mayfield explains. A new Wallet Hub study out this week ranked the Phoenix suburb as the most pet-friendly city in the U.S. It used a number of metrics to come up with rankings, including pet health and wellness and pet budget. While it ranked poorly for the latter, it did land the top spot for health and wellness. And it was also in the top 10 for outdoor pet friendliness. I'm Mark Mayfield. In sports, the Patriots begin their preseason game tonight at Gillette Stadium at 7 o'clock against the, Houston, uh, against the Houston Texans. And the Red Sox eked out a win last night against the Kansas City Royals 3-4. 4-3. The Sox will have one more game against the Royals tonight at 7.10 p.m. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. 
As we head through the day today, expect it to be cloudy and humid. We're going to see some scattered showers reaching a high of 82 degrees today. But we're going to see some heavy storms moving in the area after 5 o'clock today. So we're going to stay weather aware from 5 to midnight tonight. That's because as these storms move in, we're going to see some heavy downpours, some damaging winds, and possibly a chance of a tornado. Overnight low, 66 degrees, and for tomorrow, mostly sunny and humid, high near 83. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 65 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. WBSM, News Talk 
And then there's the other camp seem to be people who say, well, other businesses have no problem following the rules. Why is this one any different? And they're, they're not. They're not. It's not like they're getting away with anything. They had to shut down what they were doing, their line dancing lessons and their, their um, TV and, and radio play. And they have to apply for those licenses, which will take about 30 days. So they're not getting away with anything. And I don't think, I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to judge. But in my conversation with, with the owner yesterday, I don't think he was trying to get away with not getting the license. I just don't think he realized that what he was doing falls under the need for the license. He's not holding, uh, you know, he's not turning his restaurant into a dance hall, into a nightclub. He just had somebody showing people how to line dance on the, on the patio. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Good morning, Mr. Weisberg. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I think my email might have went into your spam folder. Oh, oh no. I got your email yesterday. Oh, okay. I did. Now, and... I'm, I'm sorry. You didn't reply. You didn't say anything, so I don't know. Oh, I, um, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I was in a meeting when I got it, so I must have forgotten to reply. No, that's okay. Uh, I'm also calling about this lady that's called a few times already, and I kept silent, but when she called yesterday, I said, I have to say something to her. She called in. She called me your girlfriend. Um, she said to you, Tim, I don't think that woman knows that she's coming on to you. <laughs> really, lady? <laughs> Listen, lady. I know you're listening because you're waiting for me to call and talk to Timmy, and here I am. So you think uh, my idea of coming on to him is saying romantic things like, today I feel like hitting you in the eye. <laughs> well, hey. That's really romantic. When we were in school, didn't they always say, you know, when the boy picks on the girl, it meant that he really liked the girl. So maybe that's what well, she's thinking. I think she's jealous. And we have a lot of girlfriends out there, you know. <laughs> but she needs to know that you're a big boy and you can handle me. I ain't going to hurt you. She's worried about you well i I don't know why she's got her panties in a bunch over there uh, jealousy is an is an ugly monster i guess of course it is try to get him honey she's there he's there for you i mean the other day you must have been happy when he hung up on me i was smiling all day after that i loved it so that's romantic lady so have fun call in and let me hear what you have to say about me today have a good day. Thank you. All right. Bye, honey. See you later, Timmy. Yes. <laughs> Looking very much forward to our date later where you smack me around. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for that moment. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. 508-996-0500 if, if you want to call in and, and respond to that. Um, it's funny, you know, and I know there's callers out there that are saying, I thought there's a rule against, uh, you know, callers talking about other callers. It's it's, it's all in, it's just all in fun. It's all in fun. It's not, it's not anything really negative. Uh, but again, you know, if you want to call in and, and chime in 508-996-0500, the police are now on the scene. They're walking over to the 99, which is, you know, if there was anything going on firewise, that'd probably be the most likely culprit. There is a, another restaurant at the end of the plaza, a breakfast place. They're open. And then there's the uh, boba tea place that does poke bowls next to us. But 
they're closed for vacation. So I'm glad somebody's checking out the 99 because that was that was my first thought. Nothing against them, but I'm, I just know that, you know, oh, now the alarm's back on. Oh, now it's off again. Okay. Well, 508-996-0500. I'm sure you're enjoying me narrating what's going on here at the studio, uh, but uh, I just want to keep you all informed just in case we do have to evacuate, in which case I think I can just throw on, I don't know what I can do. I think I can throw the network on. Speaking of changes in programming, tonight is the first Patriots preseason game. The Patriots take on the Houston Texans, and our coverage here on WBSM begins at 4 p.m. with the pregame show. So you're going to get myself this morning. You're going to get South Coast now with Marcus and Chris. You're going to get Bill O'Reilly, of course, Barry Richard, and then we'll have an hour of Howie Carr before the radio will turn over to the Patriots pregame show at 4 p.m. If you want to hear the Howie Carr show in its entirety, just go on over to the WBSM app or the WBSM.com stream, and you'll be able to hear the Howie Carr show. Now, Jessica won't be in for South Coast tonight. We gave her the night off because of the Patriots. So we will have a best of Howie at 7 o'clock on the stream. But you'll be able to hear... All of the daytime programming leading up to that. And then if you want to continue hearing Howie after the Patriots begin on the radio, you can always jump on over to the WBSM app or the WBSM.com stream. And you can continue listening to Howie Carr. And of course, I know a lot of you want to tune in because, of course, Taylor's on. And you want to hear Taylor from from 6 to 7 in the big chair. So, and this is how it'll go for any, you know, weeknight football game that we have so that you can have the choice. Maybe maybe you want to listen to the Patriots. Maybe you don't want to listen to the Patriots, and you want to listen to the Howie Carr Show. That's We, we try to make sure that we can give you both options. I, would, I don't know. I would, I'm definitely interested in, in where this Patriots season goes. I was commenting the, the Cam Newton year because was, that was the last year that I covered the team. And I was commenting to some of my fellow football writers that, you know, I came in to covering the team the year after they won the first Super Bowl. So 2002 season was when I first started covering the team and I covered the team for 20 seasons. I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't believe there was 20 seasons that I covered. It's amazing. But um, I was saying, you know, out of all of those, like you have the expectation every game from 2002 on. And 2002 was rough. If you remember, they missed the playoffs that year. But every time you went to Gillette Stadium or, or even turned on a Patriots game, you had the expectation that the Patriots would win that game or at least have a solid chance of winning that game. And it was a whole new world to have a Patriots season where you didn't know what was going to happen. And the games were more intriguing, if not more frustrating. And I think you're going to get a lot of that this year because I think nobody knows what to expect. All the prognosticators and preseason predictions and all of that, a lot of them are scratching their heads saying, we don't know what to make of this team. They could make a step ahead. They could take a step back. They could go... 
you know, and win 70% of their games. They could go and win 30% of their games. Who knows? So it'll be interesting to see how things start. Of course, this is just the preseason, but it's also football. Football's back. So that's pretty exciting. So I can't wait to listen to that game later on here on WBSM. Right now, though, we're going to hear some commercials and be back in just a few. Second, third grade, I forget what grade I was in, but I was singing that song at recess, just kind of like standing around by myself, like, I want a new drug. And the teacher came over and was like, you shouldn't sing that song. That song is not appropriate for children, not appropriate for school. And uh, and I said, uh, and even at that age, I was like, but it's a song that's like anti-drugs. Even though he's saying, I want a new drug, like he's saying all this stuff about drugs and like there is no drug for what he's talking about love. And I was like, it's kind of weird. I'm like eight years old and I get this and you don't. Anyway, 508-996-0500. We got an app chat message in from Not Bad in Oak Bluffs who says, good morning, Tim. I absolutely love Mary and can't wait to meet her and your other girlfriends at the Listener Mixer, which... What's going to happen at the Listener Mixer when all of my girlfriends get together at the same time? I think there's, I think there's three people, three three ladies vying for that title right now. If you want to include Mary, it's a good thing I'm not married anymore. <laughs> my wife would be furious that I was even joking about this, but yeah. We'll see what happens at that listener mixer. Maybe maybe we'll have the WBSM bachelor auction. Raise a little money for charity. Uh, 508-996-0500. Going to take one more break in the hour. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right. That's just about going to do it for this hour. We will come back in the next hour after the news and talk more with you at 508-996-0500 or hit us up on app chat on the WBSM app or leave open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Uh, Izzy in Fall River says, good morning, Tim. Maybe a love connection will happen at the mixer. Good luck, Tim. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.